Hello, welcome to the 11th episode of the Shmeed Stu podcast. I'm Shmeed. And I'm Stu. It's been a while, hasn't it? We've had a bit of a break, but we're back. We're back and in, in the action. It's we? been a long while. A very long while. Yeah. Oh, and Too also, long, really. before, I know you've got a question, and we always start with your question, but there's something we need to visit before that. True. Which is, how did your birthday go? Because we were going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about that now. Um... It was pretty damn good. Um, obviously, it's it's difficult having a lockdown birthday. Um, so, obviously, it didn't go anywhere, didn't have anyone around, which is also quite disappointing because it was my 18th as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, n- no one to, like, have around, really. So, no gatherings. I haven't seen you personally in a few months now. Yeah. Um, we had your family. They might have been well, excited yeah. to see you every day. I mean, they're, they're always. You, you, I live with my parents, so it's not it's not too strange. Um, yeah. But yeah, not not too bad. Uh, my mum and my brother made uh, a nice cake. Not a Ooh. traditional cake. Uh, it was a lemon curd Swiss roll. Oh, um, that sounds nice. It was quite nice. It was nice. Um, Mind you, I only had about two slices of it because I kept on forgetting it was there. And it was um, when when we have cake, it's always like the thing you have like after lunch, yeah. or just when you feel like the three p.m. snack time. In my yeah. opinion, there's there's a three p.m. to four p.m. snack time. There is. You you yeah. would go you would go then, um, and me being stupid, I always forgot it was there, and then started eating something else from the cupboard first, and I was like, ah. I'll have it tomorrow, and then I never did. So I had about two slices of that cake. Um, however, I've had more cake recently as well because my brother's birthday was actually on the twenty seventh, oh, um, okay. and I made a cake. I made this uh, well with my mum. I made this like Brazilian carrot cake with this like chocolate glaze on top. Uh, so that was quite nice, and that's down to the last piece as well. Um, but I've had a few slices of that, and then also because my dad didn't know on the day of my brother's birthday that me and my mum were making a cake on the day uh he bought one of those like he bought a supermarket cake as well oh okay um so i've had a slice of that today um i will say the the carrot cake is better but as a traditional birthday cake the supermarket one is Wait, so more I have a question. what you expect so when it's anyone's birthday does your mum just grab someone and say right we're making a cake no, like this is one of the first times really. Obviously, because before it would have been my um, nanny would make it always. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I wouldn't say it was exactly this year, but it like a, a gradual progression of um, her making the cake less, not like not crazy like less, but like the last two years or three years. Um, it's been more of like, oh, here's a cake, but it's for both of your birthdays because uh, I don't yeah. have to time or something like that. Um, oh, what present but, did you yeah. get as well? Um, well, in terms of big presents, I'm considering this a present. Um, because it was well, let's just say I didn't pay for it. Um, okay, so it's either theft or it a present. Th- and it was in my dad's <laughs> possession before oh, he okay. gave it so to it me. Oh, okay, so it is a present. I'll say it's a present, yeah. um, but it wasn't like an official, officially wrapped present, and it wasn't given to me on my birthday. It was given to me like two days after. Um, but it were, it's a desktop PC, which I'm using right now. Hmm. Um, it's a bit noisy. It's got a bit of... Uh, some. It's got some loud fans in it, and um, I'm probably going to have to edit out the whirring of the fan for my... Um, my side of the voice here, um, but you probably still hear it. To be honest, I might uncut a little section here. Okay. Right there. I don't know. I don't know if you could hear it then. Uh, probably not. Which has made that really <laughs> embarrassing. The just tumbleweed that... moment. Yeah. Um, but it, but you might be able to hear the um, the fans there. Actually, the fans on this PC are very annoying. There, it's got two top fans. It's obviously got a CPU fan and it's got a back um, fan as well for the uh, graphics card. Yeah. Um, but both the two fans at the top uh, are like really bad. Like the bearings on them have gone. So 
I'd say when I first got it, the first like three or four days, I didn't have an issue with any of the fans at all. No. Um, but it was on about day five. Um, let's just say whenever I booted it on, it'd go like that, which isn't ideal. Actually, I'm going to extend on this PC story because I've got a lot to talk about this PC because it's got a it's got a lot of issues. So actually, I'm just going to make this the first part of this episode now because there's so much to talk about. Okay, so that's going to we're not going to do your question then. Um, or we could come back to it. What was your question? question? My question was going to be, um, what is your what what is a video game that you have the best memories of? Should we talk I've, about I've that briefly, been... and then we'll go back to the computer? Yeah, I wanted to ask that question specifically because, because I, it I'm playing a game called Stellaris at the moment. Yeah, so if I'll, uh, I'll answer your question, and you answer it, we'll take about a minute or two on this, and then we'll go back to the PC, and then we'll go on to the main topic. Yes. Right, so, so the most nostalgic game you talk, you, do you mean? Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The most nostalgic game that I have, you might, not have, never heard, you might have never heard of it in your life. But it's called Super Monkey Ball. Have you heard of that? Uh, no, I haven't. It's where these monkeys go round in these glass and plastic balls, and they're on a racetrack, and they run like hamsters in it, and you have to go around all these race courses. It was basically the OG Mario Kart, but for PlayStation. Ah, intriguing. And Crash Bandicoot, that's the other nostalgic. Yeah, that reminds me of a game... It's obviously not like a racing game, but just the monkey idea. Uh, the image came to mind of a game I used to play on the Wii called Boom Blocks. Right. Uh, and basically there's these, like, almost like Minecraft-looking animal figures. And these blocks. And there's different, like, game modes to it. So there's, like, ones which you can, like, shoot the animals and you try to kill the bad ones... Yeah. Or you like build a bridge so you can have them cross, or it's like a maze puzzle, so you gotta like slot it out. Sort of like you know that car park game where you gotta move the cars in a specific way to oh, get it out. Yeah. Sort of like that. Um, but more technical. And then also you're playing it on the Wii, so it's all purely based on how well you can aim the remote. Uh and obviously it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah. The Wii that, was that's, a, that's the, the Wii is a glorious invention. If you never played Wii Sports, I don't know where you were. But my fitness age never went below 74. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. It just thought I was this really old man. Anyway. I think there's quite a good bunch of Wii games out there, to be honest. I mm. think the Wii is still underrated. I think there's some great games Especially, there. the most iconic thing is when you go bowling and you throw the ball behind you on the Wii. That is, that is my favourite Easter egg of any Wii game. I mean, I'm saying that as if there's many Easter eggs in Wii games. There's not that I know of, but I think that's the most well-known one, but it is pretty hilarious. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I brought up this topic because I was obviously playing Stellaris on my new PC because my PC, PC can handle Stellaris yeah. wonderfully. And I'm currently at war with uh, every empire left in the game. No, not the Germans. No, how about, why not? Um, Don't mention the war. <laughs> uh, I'm currently decimating them. Um, hmm. Good choice so of words. So, hopefully I'll win. And uh, the entire galaxy will be mine. Um, <laughs> so but I brought up the topic because that reminded me of it. But yeah. also, I wanted to mention my most fond memories of the game Pokemon Soul Silver on the Nintendo DS. Hmm. I had a DSi. I had a DSi. Mine was red. I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> I think we have as well. <laughs> yes, mine was blue. Um, it's just, I think out of all the Pokemon games that you're familiar with, with it, like, the the DS ones where it's not... Because they changed the graphics a bit, so then they were more blobby and more, like, less pixelated is what I mean. Yeah. Um, But out of, like, th- there's perfect resolution. There's a resolution which was too low, which is the old Pokemon games and, like, Pokemon Red and, uh, like, sort of like the old Mario look as well. Hmm. Then you have this golden age in the middle, which is like heart gold, soul silver, Pokemon stuff. That was the best. And then you had like the higher end ones, which no one really cares about anymore. Yeah. Um, although Pokemon's come back into fashion a bit. It has with all um, the... There was Pokemon Go, which has started to fade out a bit, but there's still people being arrested for doing it because of lockdown rules. Um, yeah. And then obviously there's um, Sword and Shield and there's... 
there's there's this new the prices in Pokemon cards have gone up recently. There's been a craze mm. about Charizard cards, I think. And there's going to be a Katy Perry um, song, I believe. I haven't heard about that, but I Pokemon. am intrigued. And also, I want to bring up, I have a uh, old-fashioned... Well, it's not the one of the original ones, but it's an original Game Boy Color. I haven't got an original Game Boy, but I've got a Game Boy Color. And nice. I have a Pokemon game on there, and it was, all, it was named after the elements. You had Pokemon... Fire, grass, electric, etc. That's that's a classic, yeah. Yeah, I had um, the electric one with Pikachu on it, and I just loved it because they were just these pixelated things, and it was like, would you like to knock him up and like, yeah, get him in the Pokeballs? <laughs> Lock him up in prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just get him in the Pokeballs, and then he'll be yours. Then some of them right. just ran away, but that was sad. Nice. Should I talk about the hell and the wonders of my PC then? Um. Let's talk about the wonders first. Let's be positive. Okay, the positives. Um, actually, maybe not a wonder because obviously it's a lot of money out of my bank account. Um, but I had to make some investments um, in order to get the most out of my PC. Uh, the first thing I bought was a keyboard, and oh, can it's you, nice and fancy. Can you play it? It's, uh, can you play the keyboard? <laughs> Uh, it's it's not that kind of keyboard, mind you. I do have a keyboard next to me as well, like another, like a diff, like that kind of. Oh, keyboard. is it on? Can you do um, a do 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 on it? I I can do a do 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 really quick. I have to take this like pin out of it though. Uh, I don't know how loud this is, or if you'll hear it. Um, so I just shove it onto max volume, and it will just uh, bleed all areas. Right. Um, let's play a C major. Oh, I heard that in the background. It sounded like you're taking a. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is uh, A minor, and then um, I think this is, I don't know what chords are, by the way. Okay. Uh, I think this is E minor, Right. and uh, I'm going to say that this is um, F sharp minor, oh no, F sharp major. <laughs> okay. Yay. Right. Uh, let's turn that off though because that's okay. really loud. Let's get back um, on track. Well, something else that is loud is my like desktop keyboard. It's a mechanical keyboard, so it's like the clicky clack 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 clicky clack oh, okay. kind of keyboard. It's really nice. It's just so satisfying. Um, I don't dare press any buttons because I don't know if there's any keys that stop uh, the recording software working. So I'm not going to oh, press good. a thing. Yeah, don't press. Um, but that cost me about. I think I paid like £37 or something like that for it. Good, I thought you were going to um, go in the hundreds, and I was like, no, don't go into the hundreds. 300 no. I'm joking. Um, I bought it because I had a mouse that went with it for for about like four months, and I still use it. Yeah. Um, and annoyingly, you can buy the mouse on its own, but you can't buy the keyboard on its own. If you want to get the keyboard, you have to buy the keyboard with a mouse. Oh, okay. Um, so... That's why I paid 37 quid for it, because I've now got two identical mouse. We've got some uh, mice. Mouses, mm. mices. Mices. Uh, just sit- mices <laughs> sitting around. But I have the nice keyboard that goes with it, so it's got the same little eagle symbol on it as well, which is really nice. And it glows, and it's like, I've currently got it, you can change the pattern of the lights, but uh, currently I've got it like warping from the middle, mm. uh, like a ripple effect from the middle. That's really nice. Uh, and then another investment I made was I had to buy a Wi-Fi card because the desktop PC didn't have that. So basically, you can connect to the internet, but only if you've got an Ethernet cable, so a wired internet connection. So you basically um, had a Nokia brick, and then you put a Wi-Fi card in there. Yeah. And now it's um, a supercomputer. Yeah, effectively. Well, basically, it means... Because before, if I wanted to have internet connection on the PC, like in the first few days when I had it before the Wi-Fi card arrived... If I wanted to connect to the internet, I had to have an Ethernet card, no, an Ethernet cable, sorry, yeah. in the back of the PC, and it went into my laptop, and it took the internet from my laptop, because my laptop had Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Because basically there's not an Ethernet port in my room, so yeah. I can't connect to the internet through my room. Yeah. Um, so I had to do that for a few days, which was rather inconvenient. Um, but it did give me a good opportunity to... Um, use my laptop a little bit so that I could copy all the files over that I needed, including the editing files for the podcast. So oh. it means I can actually edit on the PC as well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, which is nice. 
Have you got all the programs um, and stuff? Yeah, I've got all the programs installed. I've got all the little audio clips. It's all there. It's all ready. Um, so that's that's nice. Um, <laughs> nice. But I've got I've I've got this this PC um, Wi-Fi card is. It was. This is where everything goes a bit downhill with uh, this PC. Um, first of all, having spent thirty-seven-ish quid on my keyboard, I didn't want to like blow my budget any further on a really good Wi-Fi card no. because usually the performance of a Wi-Fi card is down to the placement of the PC walls around it uh the type of antenna that you're using and the type of router that you've got yep. um so i bought uh, a wi-fi card from this chinese brand but i won't name because uh i don't want to discourage any purchases from this company because in fairness i'm still using the wi-fi card and it's working just fine it's how i can hear you right now over discord yep. uh there's no delay that I know of. No, I don't um, think so. So it works fine, um, but it was a bit horrendous. Um, and I'm not saying that as if the installation was horrendous. It was quite easy. I just took the side of my PC off, found the right slot, put it in, um, made a, made the gap in the back of the PC, which you're meant to do. There's like these removable things uh, that kind of like shield it. Um, screwed the antenna on and plugged in the USB inside onto the motherboard and that was fine mm. um but it was the process after getting it because when i got it it was in this nice cardboard box no- nothing fancy but just this cardboard box and it had some it had some nice things in it to be fair it had a couple screws which i needed as well anyway um and it had a screwdriver which actually is really useful because oh. it's the same size as the side panel of my pc that's good so i just use this screwdriver whenever i want to get into the back of my pc yeah um so I open it up, so then in the inside you've got the card itself, um, the screwdriver and the two antenna on top of this like plastic holding shell. And then underneath that you had the USB uh, cable inside that goes actually inside the PC, it's not on the outside at all. Um, and also it had like the instruction manual and another little plasticky piece of... Um, it would look like a manual at first. And then I read it, and it said, "Congratulations, you are a receiver of a one in a hundred gift of a sixty-four gigabyte USB." Right. Contact this. Contact this email. Oh, that's good. Um, so I did. Um, and the way you just said that, so I did. Well, of course. I mean, I've won something, and I thought I might as well. I obviously, I was, I was already skeptical because having bought this from a Chinese company, I was already like, how is this going to go? Am I going to end up talking to someone who doesn't know English? Or is this legit? Is it, is it saying one in a hundred, but it's actually every gift yeah. is that, and they're just trying to hoax you in something, which actually still might be the case in my opinion. Could be. Um, I did buy this off of Amazon as well. Um, and it was an Amazon choice product as well, but I'm not sure there'll be an Amazon choice product for long. Um, so what's the problem? Carry well. on with the issue. So, I emailed this. Um, I emailed the little contact details that it said, yeah. um, and I got a response from Sally. Oh, um, she sounds nice. And basically, yeah, basically, I said I recently ordered uh, a PCIe Wi-Fi card. Um, there was a card. There was a little card at the bottom that said I'd won a 64 gigabyte USB uh, send. And she came back saying, can you send screenshots of your verification of purchase, including like order ID and sold by information. So I found that all in one screenshot from um, Amazon because Amazon has yeah. the order ID right there. And the sold by information was underneath the description of the item. Apparently it was sold by Wise Tiger. I have no clue who they okay. are, but they're on there. Um, so I did that and um, I sent that off. And then they said, and this is the really peculiar email where I started to raise some eyebrows. It it was it was worded like this. It was like, to receive your 64 gigabyte USB, complete these two easy steps. And I was like, oh, God. okay. And it was, um, please post a review 
right and send us a screenshot of what your review was of enough. this product yeah. and revise your shipping address so it's like name postcode yeah. address it did say state assuming that it was the us so i changed it to county um uk etc etc um and in honesty when i got the wi-fi card the performance wasn't great because it's I don't know if it was my settings any anyway or my surroundings or if the Wi-Fi card itself isn't great. Um, but I looked online and usually if you get a branded Wi-Fi card, the performance does improve a bit. Um, but my worry was is this this uh, this Wi-Fi card was advertised at 300 megabits per second or it might have been 3000 yeah. even or something like that. And I got about 30 from it. Oh. oh. Um, so my review was... An honest three out of five stars saying if you have a bigger budget go for a branded wi-fi card but if you're stuck under like the i paid 26 quid for it so i said if you're stuck under a 30 pound budget this is a fine option yeah it will do you just fine it will work and it, that's what it's doing right now is working um i just have to wait a little bit longer than mm, ideal uh, amount of time waiting uh, for like a download to complete but even then it's not horrendously bad um so I sent that um, on the screenshot, and I had an email back, Ooh. and I actually want to quote it, because it was so hilarious. Um, and I'll also get onto why it was an issue as well. Okay. Oh, um, so should we do some time filling until you find the email? I'm on my Gmail right oh, now, okay. so I just need to find it. I'm scrolling down, do some a while ago. Uh, when I wake up it, in the morning light. light. Lovely day. Okay, I got it. Lovely day. Have you finished yet? Lovely day. Lovely yes, I'm finished. Okay. Carry on. Right, so the email string started with, Hi, I ordered a Wi-Fi 6 card, uh, and it had a gift card at the bottom. Uh, and it said, Hello, thanks... Oh, wait, no, hold on, that's not the right one. Then it said, um, Thank you for your recent purchase and your continuous patience. Um, could you send me an email with the uh, ID stuff? So I sent all of that. Uh, and then get the, Wi-Fi, uh, get the USB and two easy steps attached to it. And then I had an email saying, hello, thank you for your review. Would you please update or delete the three-star review? Your, ex your experience is extremely important for us. What? That was very contradictory. Yeah, so I was like, my if my experience is important, then my honest review is important. Yeah. Um, and what do you expect me to update about it? Like, improve the rating or delete it? If I delete it, you're basically saying, you don't want a bad review to be posted on Amazon. And if I update it, then it's dishonest of my experience that is so-called so important yeah. to you. Well, if it, they um, could update the product to make it better and send you a new one, then you could update your review. Well, well that's what you expect. So, um, basically, I responded to them saying, that would be dishonest of me. Uh, I intend to report this to Amazon because it breaks their um, seller's code of practice. Yeah. Um, and I intend to make it a one-star review so people avoid your company and your bribing tactics. Oh. Um, it's basically what I said. And the, 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 after I did that and also reported it to Amazon, they just came back saying, thank you for your reply. I'm sorry to hear about this. I'm sorry again. Please let us know, let us know about any product problems. We're happy to help you. Maybe you can delete the review. The gift will still be sent to you. And we hope to get your understanding. They're just trying so to it's basically, you. It's basically bribing me into saying, well, if you're not going to give us a good review, don't post a review at all. And we'll just give you this USB because we've, we've um, bribed you with it this yeah. whole time. I'd watch yourself when you go in the streets now. You get these Chinese people following you everywhere you go. Well, what was quite annoying, though, is that after all of that malarkey, they've already had my name and my email and also my phone number and address. Oh. So, they know exactly where we'll you see, are. We'll see how that goes, but in honesty, uh, I've raised it with Amazon, so I need to check online if anything's happened to the actual product or the uh, company itself. I think um, that moves smoothly into our topic. It does, actually. you might partially regret buying that, that Wi-Fi card now. Because you didn't... You, you, yeah. Even though it looked good, you might regret it. And our topic today is things you regret in, that you've done in life. It could be something small, like you could have eaten 12 oranges and had the poos, I don't know. Or you could have jumped in a lake and nearly drowned, which I haven't done either of those That's things. That's quite dangerous. And you might regret that. Well, neither have I, so those are the thankfully. topics for today. Would you want me to start, or do you want to start? I've, d I've done a lot of talking about my PC. Let let's hear from you. 
okay, so things I regret. One of the things I definitely regret was trying to appeal to people, like to to have to be friends with everyone in the younger years of secondary school. That's one of the first things. Did you have that? Yeah. Because you just, you want to get on with everyone. You're like, oh yeah, I want to be in that group. I want to be in that group. I want to be in that group. And then, and then you just, after a while you realise it's not that important at all. You just have, you have good groups and then you have good friends. Uh, less, less friends, uh, better value. Not <laughs> more friends, less value because that one. I think, I think my friend group came around quite nicely in year seven. Yeah. Because, um... I already knew Tom from primary, so once I knew that um, he was in my class, then that kind of was quite, it clicked quite easily. I didn't, he wasn't a friend of mine uh, in primary school, but obviously we know each other's existence, so you naturally gravitate towards mm. them at the, at the start of year seven when you're looking for friends. Yeah. Uh, and then also... Um, I think Joe, not only was he in my form, but he was in my class as well. Uh, so mm. he, he, I think he just sat next to me anyway, uh, without really knowing. Like the, the year seven, you have seating plans at the start yeah. anyway. So I think I was just fortunate to sit near him or next to him anyway. Um, so I kind of made friends with him. And I want to say Isaac made friends with Tom first, and I then so. that led Isaac to me. Yeah. Um, and then that eventually made this like group of us four. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. And then obviously that's um, it's changed a little bit, um, but we're all still in sixth form, so that's Can nice. Can I tell you where the regret comes yeah. in though? So yeah, you, tr- you try and appeal to all these people. You want everyone to like you, even though because you're a year seven and you have no brains. Um, yes. And then um, I realised it wasn't worth it. That's why I regret doing it because um, I was just like, "Oh yeah, you're my friend." And I'd, you've probably heard this story before, but for our viewers, I'll explain it. A story of how I fractured my shoulder in year seven. Have you heard that one? I have heard of it, but I actually can't recall the story behind so, it. Yeah, it was. It, it's been a while since you told it. It was a normal day in school. And then um, we were getting changed for PE. There was, it was full to the brim because there was extra people in there. There was not a space inside. There was people getting changed in the middle of the room. And it was, it was just full. It does get crowded. And I found a tiny gap. And I was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to go in that gap. And then, uh, I'm not going to name names, but someone went, oh, you can't go there. I was like, well, there's a gap there. I'm just going to go in there anyway. He said, you can't go there. Put his foot in the way. I said, well, there's just a gap there. I'm going to go there. And he said, you can't go there. Pick me up threw me on the floor and I didn't get up after that and then the teacher came in said what are you doing on the floor and I was just like oh and I remember seeing like a that was the first time I ever like felt a bit faint I think and I just remember seeing this black background with just people's faces like in a circle all around me and then um this teacher just said oh you've probably just uh pulled your muscle or something uh, you'll be fine um he said oh if you can't get up we'll have to get the ambulance there so I I I pulled myself out. That was Mr. W. Um, he he didn't believe nice. he didn't believe I'd done anything. But um, he, Mr. W is a legend. He, he is he is he good. Is a but he realised that I had hurt myself. I think after I got up because he he didn't realise what had happened. But um, um and then yeah. I got up, went to outside, and then the worst bit is so in the middle I went to went to A and E. They scanned. I thought I broke my arm. Didn't break my arm. They scanned my shoulder. It was a fractured shoulder anyway. Um, the bit I regret was those people was going in that gap because those people <laughs> they tried to put all the blame on me, saying, "Oh, he was he was very violent. He wanted to go in the gap, and he really wanted to go there." When I was just putting my bad there, and I was just saying, "Oh, I think I'm going to go here," <laughs> and they were trying to I mean, turn all of this on me. <laughs> it is quite a stupid thing that it comes down to that when you're trying to get a space to change in the changing room. Yeah, I, um, I was the Rosa Parks but, for the changing room, I'm telling you. But it, it is just what Year 7 life is like. I mean, it does come down to that sometimes. Mm. It's it's a bit stupid. And then, that story links on to uh, five years later. Or four years later. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, I can't do maths. But Year 11, <laughs> that's four years, isn't it? 
so um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let, I'll so let you roll in, with interlinks it. because then it turns into a story where I break my shoulder in exactly the same place. So you ah. know this story, I think. We're playing rounders, yeah. and this is what I regret. I thought, you know what? I haven't been sporty in a while. I'm actually going to try. I'm going to run really fast. I'm going to get round. I'm going to win a team of point. Um, I hit the ball, did quite well, um, and I ran. You did the and run. I ran as fast as I could, and I stopped. But because I was running so fast, and I didn't do it in a while, when I stopped, I slipped upwards and then broke my shoulder. Didn't realise at the time. You went. You went backwards, smacked yourself yeah. down. Were you and there? Boom, there's the shoulder. No, but I can see it vividly yeah. happen. I think everyone was like it was like a. Co- everyone was saying it was like a comedy fall because I literally slipped and my legs went in the air and I was vertical for a second apparently. <laughs> but um, the reason I regret trying and all of that, it wasn't actually my fault for trying. It was the teacher's fault because we weren't meant to be on the field because it had been raining really badly and it was really muddy. I should have paid attention really, so it's partially my fault. But I, I regret trying that day. Well, did you even want to do rounders? No, that I wanted day? to play tennis. They were like, oh, the tennis court's full. We've got double the amount of people, so we're going to split you into two groups. You're going to do tennis today and you're going to do tennis tomorrow. The people who are doing tennis tomorrow, you're going to do rounders today. Uh, unfortunate. So, and then, yeah. Uh, it was a big... Very unfortunate. So do you have any... Um, let's link on to injuries. Do you have any injuries? <laughs> have you had any injuries? Injuries? Well, actually, this is going to link very nicely into things I regret as well, because mine is sports-based as oh, well. Okay. Um, but uh, I have injured myself before quite badly. Uh, I rolled my ankle over quite bad Ooh. in a football training session once. Yeah. Um, it was really awkward as well, because... Literally, I don't. I want to say it was like the training session the week before, or on that week, where our coach said um, we need to preserve ourselves uh, in the league because we've got more injuries than we'd expect. Because we had our centre back out because he uh, had a knee injury from a preseason game. I'm pretty sure it was him. He was out. Yeah. We had another guy out because I think he broke his arm or something. We had. A couple other guys with like muscle injuries. I don't know. We had we had a few people out, and obviously when you're playing youth level football, you- your team is about fifteen people, yeah. fifteen to sixteen, maybe fourteen if you're very unfortunate. And actually, at my old team, the season before, we had so many injuries, and also we had a lot of players with commitment issues to our club. Um, there was literally a game where we had nine players starting, and then within five minutes of the game. Uh, our striker broke his nose and we ended up having to play the game with Wait, can I just stop you there for a second? Is it possible to break your nose? Yes. Explain. Because the... Well, I think the top bit is bone and then it forms into cartilage and that's the same with what happens with your ribs as it comes to the middle. It's like halfway through your ribs. um, Yeah. In the middle, it becomes cartilage through the middle, but then on the outside, it's bone through to the back and the spine. Yeah. Oh yeah, so... and I think that's the same with the nose. So it's like at the top, but even if even if he even if it was a cartilage that kind of like broke or something, he had a massive nosebleed yeah. as well. He basically went up for a header, and this guy elbowed him oh. in the face. Um, actually, I'm I'm pretty sure he had to have surgery on his, on his nose because it became wonky. Oh, what do you call him? Wonky nose. Uh, no, I called him Morgan because that's his oh, name. Oh, okay. Um, but any, that, I think that's that's probably one of the worst injuries. I feel sorry for him now, even though I have no idea know. who he is. That is the second worst injury that I've ever seen on a football pitch. Second. Um, the second most, and I will. I actually do want to get onto the worst injury I've ever seen. Um, but my injury, I was basically in training. Our coach was like, "Please, can we have no more injuries? Uh, like, don't slide tackle other teammates in training today, please." And basically, we're playing just like a standard, like training game. So it's like you're, it's it's basically like a normal football game, but it's against your teammates. Uh, and there's less players on each team. There's probably about six or seven on each team. Um, probably six, considering how many people are out. And the ball went out of play. It was a bit muddy. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit wet. And the pitch we were on, uh, which is in Boreham actually, yeah. um, 
they had a few molehills at the time. Oh. And the ball went out of play. I went to... I, I ran to try and get it. And my right foot went down the molehill. Mm. And it rolled onto its side. So basically my foot went inwards. Go in, so, so my went right down foot the went side left. of the molehill. It didn't go in the molehill. Well, basically, because it wasn't flat ground, my foot, like, jolted down. And then because it jolted down, I tried to, like, put my foot down as if you were running anyway. Yeah. Um, but rather than it going on the on the bottom of my foot, it went on the side. And it kind of pushed my foot to the left. And my my ankle kind of just, like, died, oh. <laughs> is what I'll say. Uh, yeah, so that was a bit horrendous. Um, and... Ironically, I tried to run it off at first, which was oh. actually not that bad. Um, but obviously, when it's a, it was like a sprain like that, it doesn't get run off like that. It helps at the time; it stops the pain from increasing whilst you just wait it, mm. wait it being there. But then I probably played about the next five or six games with an ankle strap. Mm. Decided that it hurt too much, and it cut off my circulation to my foot too much. Uh, and now and you have a now you I seek only, vengeance uh, against all moles you see. Every time you see one, you grab a fork and you chase after it. Perhaps, <laughs> and maybe maybe my my form my form in playing football only really started to pick up in the last few games of that season as well. Like that entire season was, it was a successful season. We won the league and the league cup. Um, although the league was like a joint league thing, and we didn't win on goal difference. So if it was the Premier League, we'd be second. Mm. Um, but because it's youth level and you have the same amount of points after all the games, they were just like, yeah, you win right. as well. I've got, I've got an idea. Um, right, okay. Let's do an exercise. Oh I dear. am the mole who built the hole that you slipped on, oh, right? Stuart, and no. you have to be annoyed at me because I'm, I'm the mole that did, dug the hole. Hello, I'm a mole. Stuart, you're not a mole. <laughs> How dare you? I built this hole yesterday. <laughs> Oh, Stuart, I just want to talk about my ankle and my football injuries and another football injuries. I haven't even got onto Okay, let's carry on. You let the mole win there. The mole did win. Well, he did win, <laughs> really. My ankle's still messed oh, up. Let's carry um, on. Yeah, so... Uh, what, You're talking what, about... Oh, I want to talk about the, the worst, worst injury I've ever in seen. The world, not in the world, that you've ever experienced or seen... Whatever you were about. It was it was my second season playing football. I played three seasons in total. My first two seasons, uh, I played for one team, and the second se or the third season, sorry, I played for another team, which is the one that won the uh, league and yep. league cup. Um, and it was in the second season, so I was playing with my old team, like the first team I ever played for. Um, and we had this left back who was actually probably one of my better friends in that team yeah. as well obviously there was no one i think there was one person uh from this from the secondary school i went to that played for that team and ironically he actually made the same move to the new team that i did in the same season Ooh. as well so every single season i played football i played with him um but um in this second season i left back um and ironically as well, it was playing against my yeah. new team. Um, so it was before I played for that mm. team. And they had they had this attacker and he went in for a slide tackle. But he kind of went in sideways. Yeah. And he sort of wedged um, the left back's foot in between his legs and kind of like spun it over. Right. And he like broke his leg in like two or three places. Mm. Um, and that was at the very start of the season. So that was in September. We had a, um, football like trip after the season finished in like April. Yeah. Um, and, and that's to the Netherlands. And because you pay, you paid for it at the very start of the season, like before any games were even played, he paid for it, but obviously he's injured. So he didn't, he couldn't play any games, but he still showed up just so he could be like supporting the team. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to lie, he arrived in crutches and I literally don't think this kid will ever walk normally again. Like, I, I'm, I mean that as in, like, he will walk, but I don't think he'll ever, like, have a confident run 
and I don't think he'll walk the same as no. he did ever again. Hmm. Like his leg is gone, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the worst injuries I've seen. Thankfully, because I used to, I, I was always on the right side of the pitch, and he was on the left side of the pitch. I didn't see it happen, like anything, anything like gruesome happen. Um, but I do just remember knowing that the ball was on that side. Uh, we were in possession, so I was moving the like, I was moving the back line up as well, and basically, yeah, yeah. I just see the the opponent go into him, and I'm like, oh god, I thought oh it's gone out for a throw in. Hopefully, we've still got possession. And then the next thing I know, he's not getting up. And then an ambulance had to, I think it was an ambulance had to drive into the pitch. Yeah. Um, that was intriguing. Um, but linking onto the things I regret now. Um, it was my the thing I regret is joining that new oh, team. Okay. Um, and that's and that might be a dumb thing to say, or even a hypocritical thing to say, considering I that's the only season in which I won any kind of silverware mm. in that game. It was the only, only only team that I won the league with, won the league cup with. Um, but the reason why I regret it is it taught Mulder. me that. Moles are evil. Yeah, it taught me that. I I wouldn't have got that injury in fairness if I didn't move. So maybe I would still walk. Uh, well, my, my maybe my ankle wouldn't hurt if I did a marathon, yeah. as if it would. Because I know I know if I did a marathon, my right ankle would hurt after I finished it because of that injury still. Yeah. Um, but the thing I regret, well, the thing I've learned from it is that you can be more unhappy in a new place than a place that you're slightly unhappy yeah, in. That is true. So just because you're getting away from a bad situation doesn't mean you're entering a worse situation. I like situation. that quote. I'm going to use it. That's like a Master Uruguay thing, but not Master Uruguay didn't say it. Because <laughs> although it was successful, my the thing that I learned really was that I was happier when I when I was happy with my own playing self and I was happy with the way the football yeah. was played. Because at the at my, at my old team. The coach, although he also had commitment issues, he was a good coach that listened to players and experimented with the team that meant that players weren't ever unhappy with him for a long period of time. It was like one game because they they were played out of position or they got subbed off and they only played half the game. Um, He was very good at that. And also, he played my system nicely because, obviously, I was joining under-14s at the time. So, the the youth the, there's players from that team that have played since like under eight. So, it was it was really like I was the new kid, so it's really experimenting with what was good, what was the right system to play me in and where I played best. Yeah. And um, he did he experimented that well, and he realised that I was actually a better player than even I thought I was. Um, and I had more of an attacking input than I thought, and I was, I was quite important to the way our team played on yeah. the width, um, which was nice. So it meant that I had the possession a lot, and the play, the players around me, my teammates, also acknowledged that I was actually a better, like a good player, which was quite strange, because I never thought I'd be a good player to be honest. I, was, I just wanted to have a bit of fun. You are quite a good player. Um, I've seen your and my, your photo on Google. That that photo on Google is actually probably my best ever football performance. And it was at that old team. Um, In the first season, I won manager's player, which basically means the manager thinks that I'm the best player on the team or that I've got the most potential. Or sort of like, I'm the player he wants on his team the most kind of thing. So that's really nice, especially in a first season to have that. And in the second season, I got players player, which basically means all the players on the team think that I had the best season out of the rest of the players. So that that's nice although for the, for the new team I, I didn't get anything like that mind you the injuries suffered and the way the team was built already the talent in the team because the talent level increased quite a lot for that new team it was harder for me to fit in harder for my system to work and that meant i was on the bench or played out of position more than i think i wanted yeah. to be uh and that's probably why i regret it because i could have stayed where i was and although we wouldn't have much success i would have known that my quality of football probably would have been better on an individual point and my enjoyment from it might have been yeah. better 
obviously, I think if I stayed, I probably still would have brought this up and said, I regret not joining the new team because it could have been a better experience. So, I think either way, I probably wouldn't be satisfied. I thought of another another story, which is filled with fun. Um, Um, So, what happened was, me and Luke and my mum and my sister, we went to London, that was fun. Uh, Luke, Luke's, Luke's C, that one. You can beep that out if you want. Yeah. Um, no, that's fine. Luke uh, C's Because I know many Lukes. Um, yeah, so we went to London, and we saw a play called The Falcons Maltese. I think I might have just said that, but I'm repeating myself anyway. And it was very good. It was very good. There's lots of dramatic techniques and stuff like that. And then it got to Journey on the way home, because we went on the tube... Um, the um, we went back on the overground. I think you know, Anakin. I'm on the overground. That kind of thing. Um, I have the high ground. Oh. You are the chosen <laughs> one. Yeah, and then um, I it was the day before GCSE results day. This happened, mm-hmm. and Luke yeah. was behind me on the left, and I was in front on the right. And I was on the seats where do you know there's like three seats, and then there's another three seats face directly facing them. So it's like a group group seats. Yeah. So I just started talking to these two really old, <laughs> nice ladies about how I've got my GCSE results. And then there was this man in front of me who was a gardener um, around the Chelmsford and Romford area. And he was called the Digging Pig. Yeah. And uh, okay. what happened was he said, oh, well, I could do your garden. I said, like, oh, yeah, maybe you could. <laughs> and I just started talking to him. He was like, well, what do you need done? And we just had this massive chat. And then eventually, this is the bit I regret. Luke just looked at me in horror. Like, and I just, um, he said, "Oh, um, can I borrow your phone? I want to add you on my Facebook." And I shouldn't really have given it to him. And he had me on his Facebook. He gave it straight back. So luckily, he wasn't a criminal and <laughs> stealing my phone. But that was risky giving it to him. But I gave it to him. He's quite a nice man. He, I added. I'm glad the thing that you regret is not giving a stranger a stranger that was also a gardener your phone. <laughs> yes. So I've I've got the digging pig on Facebook. You can hire him if you want. Nice. Shout out to Digging Pig. It's a bit, I haven't a bit seen of, you since 2019. Bit of there. I only saw you once. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, Luke. Luke was just—he keeps going on about it. How? How? How could you give your phone to this man who you don't know? And I shouldn't have done it, but you know, <laughs> I won't do it again. Mm. I'll just add add them myself next time and remember to spell correctly. Uh, yeah. Oh. Have, have we got anything else I you want to mention? I have other stories, which I will go on to. Um, there's another story, which was... Um, have you seen Ready Player One? No, but I know its existence. I saw it, and it's really not my kind of film. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So, you? I imagine you like... Ghostbusters yeah. kind I'm of more style. like movie movie. This is um a narrative about a game about an individual and it, it's a bit confusing because there's so much intertextuality and it's all like game based and all and um Oh what does intertextuality um, mean? When one it? media product me- references when one one media product references another. That's it. My my favorite example is when you see uh, a Batman character show up in a in a Simpsons yeah. episode. So basically, there was, like the intertextuality in Ready Player One was there, like in in the house of the Shining in one section and something like that. Um, and yeah. it was just wasn't my my kind of film because I'm not that much of a gamer. I like games, but as you know, I'm not that much of a you know. And it was it was two and a half hours long, so. It was Ouch. me, Harry, and then in the front row was this bald man. <laughs> so we were the three people in the cinema. Oh, dear. So what I did was um, I started making sound effects <laughs> when in, in the action oh, scenes. Um, there was, and this man kept turning around. So like, um, one bit I said, oh, yep, 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 yep. And he just turned around and I hid under the chair. And then... <laughs> and then <laughs> and I just kept annoying this man. I think he was really annoyed by the end. But anyway, um, I, I don't regret that as much. I regret going to see the film because I knew it was about gaming and I, I gave it a chance. Yeah. I would never watch that film again. Honestly, if you paid me, I would rather eat uh, duck eggs in a forest at midnight 
I don't. Oh, okay. Are you, are you giving it? Are you giving it a one out of five I can't star? I give it a one. A zero. Literally, there's people out there. I know, like, I think my uncle loves it, but he's he's really into gaming. Um, but there's lots of people that love the film and they think, oh, it's the best film ever. It's a Steven Spielberg as well. It just, it's just yeah. not, not my, not my bag. Because you get things. I know there's some people that it's not because they don't like it. It's just because it's just not for them, if you know what I mean. That was what it was for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a horror not a kind horror of guy. guy I'm not, I'm not. But there's just that. things that, some things that just aren't for you. It's not because you go out of your way to not like it. It's just they're, they're not for yeah. you. Whereas there's some people that go out of their I will way say, to not like things. I will say a good film that you and me have watched together is Man Oh, yes. All of them are good. Oh, yes. Especially the first one and the second one and the third one and the fourth one. They're, they're the best ones, even though there's only four of them. It's just well made. I'm I'm starting to get a new appreciation for sci-fi yeah. films. Here come the men in black. Galaxy Defenders. Do you remember when we were going to do the presentation in front of the class and we got a galaxy bar in our men in black sunglasses? We bought yeah. the glasses. I've still I've got, still them got on those my, somewhere. Um, um, mantelpiece thing on the side. It, well, after this, should we take a picture, some selfies in the men in black glasses? <laughs> And we um, could, um, what we could do is for one episode we could put the schmied and stew and then put our men in black glasses on our faces I can change it for the um, cover I can do it for this episode yeah, if you want maybe that might be fun I can do I, I, I won't, what I won't what I'll do is I won't I won't retake yeah. pictures of us I'll just crop a picture yeah, of the that. glasses <laughs> it'll be so confusing though I'd call it the men in black special or something <laughs> and it has nothing we to do with that it briefly you just you, yeah. You just have to wait until you get to this point in the episode before you actually realise where that mm. reference is. And, and I'm right. I'm, Shall we, we end and go on to item week? I'm also realising that we're getting really old. Because Are we? if you think about it, my uh, let's talk about this quickly. Uh, my first ever memory that I can remember from my life is going to see the Simpsons movie in 2007 in the cinema, and then I've watched the Simpsons ever since then, and I was obsessed with it then and I was like ah oh. so yeah that made that's my first ever memory because it was impactful in my life and I've realised that that is 14 years ago that <laughs> that memory happened yeah. what's your first ever memory my first memory is preschool when I realised that if you mix red and yellow you get orange and I was like oh my god orange is like my new favourite colour <laughs> I like that memory but I, uh, so that was what that was what 2005 yeah. or 6 I just remember after the Simpsons movie I kept seeing Spider Pig and then when uh, Bart Simpson goes on his nude I think my mum just like covered my eyes and like don't look <laughs> yeah. animated penis <laughs> exactly. incoming um, so I think it is right. time for Ice of the Week that was a good little section though that I plopped in it's a nice so, addition it's time well, you've brought something, haven't you? Well, I, I, I kind of found it, and it sparked a memory. So, you know Ooh, I mentioned okay. about the parish trip? Yes. Well, me and Adam, uh, Adam, the other Adam, Adam T, um, yeah, not you. Not me. <laughs> um, we were in a room with Harrison, and it was all very fun. And they give you about 20 of these. I won't tell you what they are just yet. Oh, hold on. Is this the, the, uh, is this the same time in which you put uh, the little yeah, cups on the top cups. They're not the cups. The cups were a bit oh. of an aid to the game, but we played a game with these 20 things. We had to clean up lots afterwards. But So basically, they're these round soap discs, these really convenient round soap discs called Bin View Paris. And I kept one because there's so many memories. And what we did was there was also some plastic cutter in the room. So we got knives and forks. We played doubles with some people. We played soap tennis across the whole hotel room. And we we threw these oh soap discs. And we're playing soap tennis across the room. There's soap going everywhere. And it's just... I, I found this today and I, I, I laughed. And I just sent a picture to him. He's like, oh my gosh, we need to play that again. So hopefully I can find more of these. <laughs> and we can play yes. more. 
soap tennis. You can you can join if you want. Plastic cutlery and soap discs. I'm not sure. I think I think if 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 I'm playing this game, you're already like a level 100 pro. Like we we're not really a pro, like but you know new. we couldn't get more than three really. But it was just fun. <laughs> One went out the window. Oh dear. So what are you thinking of this uh, item and story? Well, I'm still confused about what the, is. Is the item the bar of soap, or is it the idea of the Let game? Let me send you a picture. It is the soap disc, but it's very small and convenient, and it's it, it's both. So it's the it's it's the. I'm gonna rank the disc. Okay. I'm gonna rank the disc, but I will keep the I'll keep the story into account. It's like it's like saying it's like bringing in a tennis racket and saying. Uh, if it was just a tennis racket, yeah. it's got no use unless the the sport of exactly. tennis existed. So obviously I'll take I'll that just into sent account. It, I think. Oh, it's in like a little plastic yeah. package. Very interesting. I like the little flower yeah. on it. That's nice. And you also saw the picture that I sent you of us uh, ages ago when I randomly saw you in Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. This this just crossed over, didn't it? Because I'm pretty sure I was just out James um, and with and Charlotte. And it's probably it's probably that lot. It's probably James and Charlotte, uh, and then you were out with probably Luke and so, Adam, yeah. I assume, and. It just so happens that I was in HMV. Uh, I wanted. I think that was when yeah. I bought some posters, uh, which uh, I've got rid of now because uh, they took up too much space. Um, and you just kind of crossed over right at the very time that I. Yeah, I think I was were. leaving at the time. And there you were in your coat and me in my uh, Iceland trip hoodie, repping yeah. the merchandise. You don't look that very. Um, you don't look pleased, do you? Well, I look. I don't know. I was probably just like, "Why are you taking a photo of me?" At the time, that's probably what I was thinking. Uh, God, my hair. Let's get back to the soap disc. The soap civil. Uh, the, the soap bienvenue. disc, yeah. Um, I think that's how. Bienvenue Paris, soap savant. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say the story is intriguing. But it really doesn't do it justice without me seeing uh, this game in person because okay. I wasn't there. Um, it does it have does more sound meaning for me though. than you. So, overall. Yeah. In terms of rankings, which I want to see if I can even remember them, top you've tier. got uh, top tier. Pretty we've got uh, pretty good tier. Well, we've got mid tier. Is, is it mid tier? Oh, it's bang average. Then quite disappointing, yeah. and then get in the bin. Um, I'm going to say soap is very important. We need to clean more, especially during COVID. So I'm going to put this in uh, I, the bang average tier fair. for now. I think I'm pleased with that. Because I, I wasn't expecting it to be a top I, scorer. But I, I would have been disappointed if it was... I, I would have been horrified if it was the get in the bin too. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it, I think it just doesn't do it justice yeah. with my opinion. It's It could it could be ranked higher. I'm, I don't know. I need to see we, the game. We'll play person. the game um, at some point. We it could change. A live it could change, to be honest. Um, Instagram. Potentially. I, I'm also thinking we could do... Uh, I'm not sure if I want to do this, because it kind of screws up what actually was said in the podcast before, but we could have on episode 20 a review of all the items on the list, and then we like fully rank them from like 1 yeah. to 20. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, and then maybe we might have some shifts around. So we might have a, um, a, a bang average tier item rank higher than a yeah. pretty good tier item. And it, this is um, we don't know yet. quite interesting, because this is our first recording in a in a proper lockdown. Yeah, we took a bit of a break for a while, mainly because I had some exams and also uh, a lot was happening this month for me in terms of like yeah. birthdays of myself and my brother. But we are back. Uh, but we're back. We're back in town. We're back ready. And um, yeah, it's, it's full steam yeah. ahead, I think. Steamboat Willie's at the wheel and he's ready to go. He's raring to go, so I think that's um, I think that's oh, all we've got time to for. Listen to more and play the game. I want to play this game actually. You're really intrigued. Still me have with plastic it. cutlery. Um, yes, as always, our Instagram account at Schmeenstu Podcast. You can find anything that I think about posting. Uh, if I remember to, I seem to be horrendous at this. 
Uh, also, check out our podcast on many different platforms, but you can find every single one on anchor.fm, which you can find the link for at the bottom of our bio on the Instagram account. So you might as well check Ooh, out the Instagram anyway. And before you all go, that's, before that's you all leave, we're going to put up a poll, aren't we? And that poll is going to be, would you want to see us play soap tennis? Hmm. Yes or no? I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. We could do like a... Obviously, it's going to be a bit difficult in person. We won't be able to do it in person eventually. Once... Once people get together, then maybe a live stream on the community podcast yeah. of soap tennis. That would be intriguing. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 a wrap for this episode. Uh, podcasts on Spotify, um, other sites, Pocket Casts, iTunes, I think, still Google Podcasts. I still have no yeah. clue if that works or not. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And I, I have been, been Schmied. I think we still are, but we will be next time as well. I hope I'm still Shmee by <laughs> next time. Or if you're like Pierce Morgan and identifies a penguin. Ooh, that's it. That's <laughs> an idea. Alright, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye.